Early Breakfast, 7.02, this morning. We're on the line this morning with Catherine Clark from Harvest Table. Catherine, thank you for joining us this morning and welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, uh, you are the owner and founder of Harvest Table. For those lis- uh, for our listeners, could you give us a better insight uh, so that we can get into our discussion with context? Yes, yeah, so the Harvest Table um, is a business that supplies health supplements um, across South Africa. Um, so we really look for high nutritional um, value products that people can easily add into their diets mm-hmm. um, just to make being healthy as simple as possible for busy people like myself and I'm sure like you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I've, I've even started doing a push-up challenge at the moment and uh, I've seen the value of uh, cooking, funnily enough, and it seems COVID-19 and the 60-day lockdown has not only increased our waistlines but it's de- decreased our bottom lines too. Is is it is, exactly. is it is it possible to have a affordable healthy diet? I've heard from a lot of my friends who are in the health and fitness industry saying, "Oh, couscous is expensive. It's a superfood." All these kind of things. Is it possible to live healthily um, and in within financial within your financial means? I believe that it is possible. I mean, I think that we have been given such amazing produce um, naturally that the earth has given us such wonderful produce to make use of as part of a healthy diet. I think what it entails, though, is just some clever thinking around some um, key important elements that you can include into a diet that are healthy to to really choose some of your key staples um, if you are on a tight budget Mm. um, and to cleverly work those into your diet. Um, and it might mean cutting out a few things that are costly mm-hmm. um, and at this time aren't adding, adding value to your health. And what is discretionary spending? Uh, you know, we talk about uh, making sure you have that conversation with your kids before they go through that gauntlet of a sweet aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I think, um, you know, obviously looking at your diet and and kind of picking out those things. So even, for example, looking at how much meat you're eating, for example, in a week, um, it is a really expensive item. Um, is it um, you know, taking up a large portion of your budget? Mm. And is it possible then to change some of those things out for something that's really of high nutritional value, something like a collagen powder, which we believe that everyone should be on, mm-hmm. um, that's you know, something that's allowing your body to heal and repair and giving your body those important amino acids mm. and quite quickly um, starts making you feel so much better, you know, so you're really feeling that payoff. So... Um, you know, I think it is important then to relook at your budget and see what are your high value items mm-hmm. and are they adding value to your health and wellness. That's very important. I remember I used to look at one of my friends, uh, Lunchton, Gordon Raymond. He used to have a lovely Lunchton that added vegetable and mayonnaise. Yeah. And uh, it's crucial to know how to shop for healthy foods as well. You'll hear someone say, no, go to that aspect. There's almost a cabal of uh, health and fitness people and they know where to get the good mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> so how can we laymen or people who are considering it, we sometimes uh, transgress our, uh, with our eating goals, etc. Where can we start and find, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I think an approachable shelter. You know, vegans are quite protective about their food and their yeah. diets. <laughs> yeah, I think what's important is to think, you know, how was this food created naturally? So, is, uh, you know, um, for example, uh, fruits and vegetables um, are something that naturally have been given to us that are full um, of vitamins and minerals and antioxidants. So an antioxidant, you might hear that word, mm. think, what is that? Mm. Um, so obviously oxi- oxidization um, is sort of where your body is sort of breaking down. Um, it, for example, if you cut an apple and it starts going brown, it's oxidizing, um, and that's happening in your body all the time. So something that 
is anti that process, is mm-hmm. good for your body, it's keeping you healthy, and you're getting those from all of the green vegetables, the bright colored fruits and vegetables. And so you want to include that really in your diet. Um, mm. as the most important component of your diet. So you need to look at whatever you're eating and consider how close it is to how it was naturally made. Um, am I eating things in their most natural form? And the further you move away from that, um, you know, potentially uh, the less value that item is adding to your mm. diet. So, for example, a potato in its natural form has a certain amount of goodness for you. It has minerals in it. The closer you're getting to... Um, uh, crisps and uh, slop chips, mm-hmm. uh, probably the, the least value it's adding. So you just need to consider and teach your kids, you know, from a young age that food should be eaten in its more natural form. Mm. Um, even the things that you're drinking, um, so important. So I often say to people, if you can start out just re-looking at the things that you drink, are you eat, drinking a lot of fizzy drinks, even if they are diet, are you thinking that those um, are okay for you because you're drinking a diet soda that's still full um, of all sorts of toxins, um, preservatives, mm. um, you know, things that aren't natural. Water is obviously your closest to nature, and then, you know, the, there's a variation of things in between. So just relook at what you're including in your diet and just see where you can make some really powerful changes. If you've just joined us, we're with Catherine Clark, owner and founder of The Harvest Table, discussing tips for eating healthy on a shoestring budget. Let's get into it, Catherine, because I've seen marvelous things with children, especially when you discuss these things with them. I've seen a a child prefer water to juice and all those kind of things. Can you give us some of those uh, tips to help us uh, eat healthily on, uh, on a tight budget? Yes, so like I said, obviously including lots of water, we know that that's important. We hear it all the time. Um, Kids might not like water, like you say, but adding in a few um, slices of fruit or something like that, making it fun, um, is a way that you could really turn them around. And also you need to remember that kids are they naturally born wanting to eat this kind of diet. It's how we were actually created. So you find that if you persevere and, and help them to understand the process and understand why you're wanting them um, to have a healthier diet, um, they actually quite quickly can um, can come around and, and change to those healthier ways. So mm. we've spoken about including lots of water um, in your diet um, and just making healthy eating fun with the kids, you know, Mm. don't make it um, a miserable process, don't make it a stressful process in your home, Um, make it something that you all do together, Um, and if you, with your kids, um, create it, maybe like a fun family challenge, um, you know, we want to be healthier because we want to um, you know, we want to grow old together. I like, I like that, actually. This fun journey. What are these fun things we can do together? Okay, we're all going to include two fruits a day in our diet. Like, what are those fruits going to be? Can you include fruits in a fun way? A fun way. Fruits are quite sweet, so it is quite an easy way to get kids onto a healthier road. Let's talk Each about those fruits. Would, would you say with regards to that uh, fruit and all those aspects of um, healthy eating, is buying in bulk practical for healthy eating because those uh, fresh items may go off early? Yeah, you know, you've um, you've just got to have wisdom in terms of that. So, for example, we've now found that we buy avocados in bulk every week and we've um, obviously then got to eat them quickly before they um, mm. ripen too quickly. But um, you've just got to mm. just kind of have a look at your budget and what fruits are available to you and uh, maybe buy them um, slightly before they ripen to just give you a bit of a longer shelf life. Um, and also shop around. I mean, just find, you might find that you have a local, mm. um, you know, at the moment we don't have local farmers markets open, but we have a lot of farmers 
mm. who are kind of using these co-ops where they all get together and then they deliver to homes. Um, and you're able to get really good produce fresh weekly in maybe the form of a vegetable box and a fruit box where a whole bunch of um, fresh produce arrives at your home weekly um, and it's much more cost-effective. And mm. you're now supporting farmers who um, at this time a lot of them have lost some of their income because restaurants are closed. Um, so, you know, there are options around there. You've mm. just got to look for them um, and see what's around. And uh, in terms of just growing your own produce and your own food, I, I, my grandmother used to own a garden. It was fun for us. She'd bring in some of the peas, we'd peel mm. them. She'd be playing the radio while she was doing the gardening outside. It used to be a fun exercise in the UK as well the, uh, with regards to the food quality and uh, shortage of food. Supermarkets in America, for example, you'll find whole suburbs that don't have fresh food or grocery stores yeah. where children end up eating takeaways. Uh, yeah. How important then is it to grow your own? Is it practical? Is it possible to grow your own produce? Yeah, you know, so you don't even need a large space to do that. So we find that just growing a few lettuces and some spinach and things that are really easy to grow. We have monkeys in our area and they don't like those things, so that also makes it easier. <laughs> Um, you just need a small patch and you can actually, um, you know, just you're supplementing. Um, mm. And also, I think the fun thing, again, we've been speaking about kids and how to educate them. Growing your own food is such a great way for your kids to yeah. see the journey and to understand how food gets from the ground to your plate. And they have so much more respect, I think, for that journey because they've seen it mm-hmm. and they're part of it. Um, you know, we're talking about how to get kids to like certain things. Hang of a lot easier to get them to like veggies when they've been part of the growing process because now they want to try their produce. So, mm. you know, give it a go. Just a small patch, put some spinach in. Um, and the thing is, if you're growing lettuce, for example, you actually only need two or three. And then at night you break off a few leaves and they're fresh from the garden to your plate. Um, and you don't need to buy lettuce anymore. Same with spinach. Um, peas, like you mentioned, are really easy mm. to grow. Um, and they're really fun for kids to pick. Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't like cooked peas, but I love fresh peas out the garden, and my kids enjoy picking them. So that's been quite a fun process for us. Yeah, and so my, if, you can, if you can go that route, excellent. Def, uh, that's definitely an option. And my aunt loves she's she's she loves cooking in bulk and freezing food. Can you give us a bit mm. more idea about the adaptability, the agility, the nutritional information regarding frozen food? Yes, it's interesting that I know frozen food can have a bad rap, but actually often, um, especially if you're buying frozen foods, they've been frozen so early after picking um, that they actually have a lot of nutritional value. Um, they've been really well preserved, and that's all that freezing is. is just a way of preserving the value of food. I think the important thing is how do you reheat? Um, you know, Are mm. you just popping it in the microwave? Um, just remembering that the microwave um, can sort of destroy some of the nutritional value of, of food. So um, it's just to learn how to reheat in an easy way, reheat something over the stove or um, something like that. But definitely mm. freezing is quite a good option. All right. And in, in terms of buying, we know South Africans are brand loyal. We know that marketers are great at that. We've got a lot of attachment mm. to certain brands. Um, is it cheaper to buy other options be, be beyond just brand items? Yeah. I mean, or like advisable, said, you know, yeah, with the local farmers, you know, you may have a store that you always buy your fruit and veg from, but actually there, there may be other cheaper options. And I think it's just to have your eyes open, have conversations with your friends, find out where people are getting their produce mm. from. Um, and now is the time to reset habits. Um, I think we've all seen that. It's time to do things differently. Mm. So just ask those questions and, and find out 
you know, maybe you can stretch your budget further. Yeah, do a bit of research. And then finally, we take mm-hmm. up a plethora of uh, supplements we need to keep going. Um, how important is it to consolidate your supplementary intake and vitamins? Uh, what would your advice be to our listeners? Yes, I think that vitamins um, can be hugely expensive and not necessarily add the value. So you need to look at why you're taking what you're taking and what benefits you've been feeling from it. Um, And we certainly believe at the Harvest Table that by incorporating one or two really high nutritional value foods into your diet, you can be getting a lot of that value without spending a fortune um, on supplements and actually uh, foods that your body can actually use um, to heal and repair and improve your health. Um, whereas a lot of supplements I think that people take and um, your body isn't able to make use of that and um, you literally are flushing your money down the toilet. So, um, yeah, I think it's important to be including things in your diet that are adding that additional value. Um, our soil is not like it used to be. Our plants don't include as many nutrients as they used to. Many of our foods are very quickly prepared and including something like a bone broth, for example, um, which is something that we sell, a bone broth powder, it's organic, it's adding minerals, it's adding collagen into your diet, which is going to help your skin, your hair, your nails, your joints and ligaments. People find that by adding some of these things into their diet, they have quite a radical turnaround in their health. Um, so I think it's probably important to reassess where you're at, what things you aren't happy with about your health. Are you feeling aches mm. and pains? Are you feeling like your nails are breaking? What is it? And then looking for a food that can really improve that health element. Don't just turn straight away to a pill. Indeed. Um, you know, ask the questions and see what foods can assist you in your journey. Catherine Clark is the owner and founder of The Harvest Table. She's been telling us about tips for eating healthy on a shoestring budget. Catherine, thank you so much once again for your time this morning. Please do be safe. Yeah, thank you. You too.